start that again. Bollocks. All right. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom. It's one half of the Omcast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. Tonight we're going to talk about I Care A Lot, an Amazon original movie written and directed by Jay Blakeson and starring Rosamund Pike, Peter Dinklage, Diane Weist and Eliza Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Got there in the end. Got there in the end. Got this there. is a unique one because Isn't... it was on Netflix in America. Really? Yeah. How does that work? Don't know. It says Amazon original. I checked because yeah. last time I said that it wasn't true, and I checked it this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely billed as an Amazon original movie here and yeah, there. it's distributed in some uh, regions on Netflix and some on um, Amazon. That is very odd. Okay, yeah. the whole industry these days, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, chaos. We were just talking off air about, you know, we've got actors coming on talk shows to promote movies that they can't come out in the UK at the moment because we don't have, like, not all the streaming <laughs> yeah. services are available here. Um, and, yeah, and things are different. So it's something that is a Netflix movie in the States is a Prime movie over here. Then, uh, anyway, the point is it came out on Prime here um, and it was, you know, available to watch. Um, and, yeah, and it, it's, it's new. It's a new. new film. It's a new film new yeah. one that we got to see because it's new and it's not one of the ones that's been around ages and is not new we got to see a new one yes we did a new film yeah um and it's a yeah it's an interesting one it's a bit different um yeah so as i described it the basic premise of this is it's kind of like a, it's a thriller i think you just sort of said it was a black comedy and that's something we'll talk about later on because i didn't really get that um but, I definitely want to talk about that as well. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's, yeah, it's kind of like this this sort of thriller, but it's about um, this industry that happens in, in America and it's, it's a real thing as, and it will horrify you as you find out, whereby these lawyers, these sharky lawyers basically come in to old people's lives and take over their assets and become their legal guardians. Um, yeah, and it's essentially pay themselves yeah. by selling off everything that elderly people they have them declared like like medically unable to look after their own affairs and then like put them into care homes and take over all their assets and just inherit everything um and it's unfortunately it's a real thing um yeah. and in like yeah the first sort of act of this movie deals with that whole industry and tells you what's going on um and you're introduced to this character played by rosman pike um and it's yeah and disgusting and it's horrible yeah. to watch um but yeah, and it is really hard to watch, and you immediately go, "She's a villain." Yeah, and just by the way that she talks, and you get this sort of like everyman character approach, and he's like, "Well, you can't stop me seeing my like you." It's yeah. quite cleverly set up at first because it looks like this crazy guy's turned up and starts like attacking security guards. Yeah, but then it's revealed that he's actually being blocked from seeing his mother. Yeah by this injunction that she's put in place because then that means that she's in control of all of the assets. Yeah. And you see her like, yeah, you get very early on, they sort of set once they've done that initial um, sort of vignette at the beginning where you, like you say, you see the guy trying to attack and get in, it then sort of sets up the whole precedent of it. But just by having this, this court case where it's her arguing against the person, the woman's son. Um, and it sort of explains to you quite quickly and succinctly how something like this could have happened. 
um and yeah. then yeah and then it sort of spins out from there you go back to her office and she's got literally like a board full of all you know pictures of all these old people who she's doing this to um and you realize the scale of the of the problem um yeah. and yeah she's it's I'll, I'll, I'll give it this to, to rosamund pike because she is good in this she's very good in this she's very good um but she does it feels like she make goes out of her way to like find act, uh, parts that are just really unlikable and like horrible people like because like, this and gone girl are like the two things that she's like yeah you'll remember for all and it's like it is a very unsympathetic nasty you know bitch of a character and it's like yeah. she, she almost seeks them out and she and she's obviously very good at playing those but it's like it takes sort of balls as an actress i guess to go that's what i want to do yeah because she's done some like tough things she played um she did a recent role where she played madame curie Oh yeah, yeah and, I haven't seen that actually. And it no, not nor have I, but I really want to watch it. But also but like infamously one of uh on the press tour, a journalist said, Oh yeah, isn't it really great that you got to play her? But you know, wasn't she a bit of a bitch in real life? Oh, and hell. you're like, hang on, you forget who you're talking about. It doesn't matter if she was a bitch. Yeah. None of that matters. Like what what does anything to do with her? who she how she reacted to probably men yeah like have any semblance on her work especially with in a film that is about her life yeah and it's one of those things like she i think it's brave of her to choose these roles of what hollywood appear to in air quotes as i'm going to say like difficult women or uh like tough women or like abrasive women that aren't afraid of men in any way yeah and they i mean that's one of the things that 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 comes across in some of the text in this in this film it's like it's not subtext she literally outright says some stuff like you know <laughs> yeah she, was, she you know she says you know men they'll go along with you for as long as you know until you stop doing what they want and then they'll threaten to kill you they'll threaten to kill you or beat you up or beat you up or like yeah however do you have any idea how many times i've been threatened by a man in all this sort of stuff and it's just like <coughs> i get the point they're making but it's kind of like either make something about that or make something about the exploitation of old people yeah you know I mean? it's like you can't just get that's too big an issue to just skirt around the edges of that's yeah. one of the things that i will say about this film yeah is that um i got to a point and i was just like you don't even know what you're talking about anymore no that's what like, that's exactly no what I felt idea. the same. I was like, I'm not quite, I don't know what the point because you're trying to like do five or six different points at the same time. Yeah. And like, even like that. So there's one particular scene to, in the middle where she has it out with this other male lawyer and they like make this, they labor this point like twice throughout the conversation about him like mistaking the doctor who was in charge as a man as opposed to a woman. Mm. And then goes, Oh, this, this she doctor can sign it off. I'm like, okay, what point are you trying to make? Like you're mm. obviously trying to make the point of, you know, men assume that the old adage of assuming a doctor is a man or whatever. And okay, so yeah. that's what this guy's doing. So are you saying that he's a, obviously he's a bit, he's a, miso- a slightly misogynistic or very misogynistic, but what's that? To what end are you making that point? Yeah, I, I don't like because the both everyone in this scenario is a prick. Like <laughs> I think the one, I think the, the biggest issue I have with the film as a whole is that everyone's an arsehole. Mm-hmm. like everyone like and even like even characters who you think you're meant to sympathize with it turn as the film goes on you you realize no they're actually assholes 
Like even just like that initial setup is a perfect example of it. Like you get the guy in the courtroom arguing that his mum, he can't see his mum. Yeah. Um, and you feel sympathy for him and all the rest of it. And like, and she's like patronizing him saying, look, I sympathize. I really do. And you know, like she's being like facetious and doesn't really mean anything she's saying. Mm-hmm. But then his, what you then get is him coming out and like assaulting her in the street, spitting on her and threatening her and like saying that I hope you get raped and die. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. Any, any sympathy I had for you as a character is gone. Yeah. You just said that, which has been awful. Mm-hmm. Like, so right, you're you're out, and then as the film goes out, it goes on. You get these other you know characters, like you know, it centers around one particular target that she's found, this little old lady that she goes after, and that yeah. she becomes this sort of the sympathetic character for a while. But then as as it progresses, and maybe we'll we'll talk about this past we get to the spoilers bit. Yeah, but even that turns out to be not quite what it seems. It's like, well, <laughs> who who am I rooting for here? There's no one who's everyone's a dick. Like, yeah. Like there's that's and that's one of the things that I took from this is that it's it feels really derivative of Gone Girl, yeah, and it also it doesn't stand on its own enough. It stands so much on the performance of Rosamund Pike, yeah, as to anything else. They yeah. just rely on it, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, Rosamund Pike, right, isn't she? Yep. What else have we got in this film?" We got Peter Dinklage, okay. Yeah, he's kind of going to play a bit of a cartoon. Yeah, I, I, yeah. and you're like, I, I, okay. And then he's because you know, every time you look at him, you're like, oh, he's like, he's he's got cakes. Yeah, the whole cake. And then fun. there's a weird like scene where it's like framed in like a really comedic way when you're like, okay, is this some sort of like Fargo esque black comedy that we go in? And there's like this really quirky villain because he's like hanging from like olympic rings in his oh, yeah. thing and he's like and you're just like okay right this is a really dramatic tonal shift yeah yeah and then and, it's a mafia of four men yeah but then, and then it was just like then like the, there are moments of just incredible violence happen like sort of midway at the midway point there is like you know the, yeah violence it happens and there there are deaths and it's like yeah. and it's almost almost play for laughs and it's like What's going on here? And but then the next, like, there is there is a there are two deaths or like you know a handful of deaths throughout the movie. But one of them is just like not even spoken about and just moved on yeah. from. And then the next one is like a massive dramatic issue. And it's like again, yeah, the film doesn't really know what it wants to be. It sort of mm. flicks around between different things. It's like okay, um, yeah. <clears throat> so essentially, yeah, like you say with the plot, like it's they, you know, they're like, oh, you picked on the wrong person. Yeah. You're like, okay. And then it's this back and forth. But the back and forth between an incompetent, so mild spoilers, it turns out that the lady who is picked up is like connected. Yeah. Shall we say to organized crime? But they're just like really incompetent. Yeah. They're just like these idiots that can't do anything right. And then there's like, seems to be four of them. But then they're talking about money and that, and they're like, "Oh, you've got ten million dollars. That's that's probably nothing for you." And it's like, "Well, is it?" Because yeah, I, I haven't seen any of this. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, they... you're all driving around in cars that are like probably eight or nine years old. 
There's nothing yeah. new in here. Well, I think, I don't know, part of it is the idea that it's, it's the Dinklage's character is like living underground, like to a point where he's even faked his own death. Like no one even knows that he yeah. exists. And he goes to all yeah. these extreme lengths to protect his identity. So even like the cars and the, the, the keeping everything small might be part of that. And it's like, it feels like he's incredibly competent and aware of what's going on. And he's surrounded by morons, which is often, often yeah. the way in criminal enterprises. Um, but even like, you know, he does... They make a point of saying, like, because we get the lawyer coming to her and offering her money. Um, and yeah. later on in the movie, she goes, like, that was the right move. You, you did the right thing. You just lowballed. Didn't offer me enough. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, the, the, it's not not everything they do is incompetent. It's just those particular, the, the thugs that they hire are, like, bumbling idiots. Uh, yeah. But even, even then, they're not. Like, to begin with, the, guys, the guy who was, like, sent to go and do the pickup, does seem like a bit of an idiot and he's scared of him but then when he's like charming his way into the um into the facility and like trying to talk the guy around to like go and visit her or whatever he does seem like he's got a bit of something about him. to him yeah yeah exactly so it's like even then, that isn't consistent nothing's consistent in this film there's no sort of tonal consistency in this no. film whatsoever no. if, even from the fact that they don't know whether they're making something that they want to make you laugh yeah because as quickly as you play a laugh, like to set up, like to, like a lot of people don't really get black comedies, but like black comedy is like comedy occurring in tragic situations, mm. or you react to tragic situations in a comedic way, and you kind of play it a little bit straight. I tell you what, my if, if I had to describe to people what black comedy is, and it kind of you need to basically you know in game of thrones yeah you know that bit where Arya and the hound turn up at um at the at the veil and then the guy explains to them that um lady aaron has died yeah and Arya just burst out laughing because it's so yeah. absurd and funny that's yeah. black comedy that is that's exactly it she's laughing at something because that someone's died someone that her last living relative has died but the circumstance of it is just hilarious and she can't yeah. help herself but burst out laughing and that is kind of like yeah that's black comedy in a nutshell really um, yeah and it's and that's the thing like you get these weird moments in this film yeah where they do that, that that's oh, that's a brilliant example by the way yeah. like but and then you just go right okay right but none of this is funny like it's played for comedy but then it's it's not yeah and then, I don't know, because they're like, oh, hi, I'm Mr. Smith. And you're like, right, okay, that's Mr. Smith. And he's like, oh, and this is my brother, Dave Smith. And this is my other brother, William Smith. And you're like, oh, okay. And like, yeah. Like, it's dumb now at this point. It's not comedy. It's just silly. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else there is to say before we um, talk about like specifics in terms of the plot. So maybe we should sort of just do a little bit of a spoiler tag here and talk about some more yeah. stuff. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I mean, nah, I think we just crack on with spoilers, to be honest. So, yeah, so I think, like I say, my issues with it are there's no one to like, and that sort of just, when things happen in the plot, it means that you don't care as much. And, like, one of the big yeah. ones I remember is 
there's a scene where they're attempting to kill Rosamund Pike and her character. Um, mm. And they do, again, even that is that, that's actually quite well thought out. They like, they pump her stomach full of vodka. So it looks like the toxicology will come back that she was drunk. Yeah. Then they like, that is all well competently like thought out. It's just, they didn't expect her to suddenly turn into Jason Bourne when she goes underwater, which she does for some reason. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And like, in, a, in another film, I, it's a trope that I hate. When you get trapped underwater and trapped in a car that goes underwater and then somehow they're all able to see perfectly clearly because the, <laughs> because it's like clearly filmed in a pool and it's like nice chlorine water and they're able yeah. to get their, get their way out and, and they can breathe. They can apparently hold their breath for like 10 minutes and get yeah. out and everything's fine. And like in action films and stuff, I kind of give that a pass because I want the character to live. Yeah. In this, I would have been quite happy if the film had like ended or like come to the point where and now we kill off Rosamund Pike's character. Yeah. Because I don't want her to live because she's a piece of shit. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't want her to win. Equally, I don't really want Peter Dinklage to win. Like he's almost a little bit like I was starting to think, oh, Peter Dinklage, they're gonna sort of make him a bit more sympathetic. And then they have the bit where, oh, here's our latest merchandise, sir, and they've just come in and he's looking through um pictures of women. Like, yeah. Did we lose any in transit? Yeah, one or two. All oh, right, so he's into people trafficking. Oh, so he's a piece of shit then, so I can't sympathize with him. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, what about the mum? What about, like, maybe the mum is one of those, like, mob mums where she doesn't know where her son's money comes from. Yeah. And she's all she's innocent to it all. Uh, no, Rosamund Pike turns up and she's got, and she says, Oh, I heard about your doctor friend who we killed. They killed the doctor. And she's got this, like, maniacal grin on her face because she knows that someone just got killed on her behalf. Oh, so yeah. she's a piece of as well okay so i can't like her either so who am i meant to be liking this then well exactly like, and then you're like... <laughs> that's but, uh... kind of the point of the, and if that's the point the film's making and then again i mean do we want to talk about the ending yeah well i think but, we're deep into spoiler territory yeah. here like so the ending is a bit of a weird one as well because it's like it goes off into this flight of fantasy where it's like it's he you know peter dinklage and rosamund pike come to a, a business arrangement <laughs> whereby they're gonna like take over the world and like make a giant corporation of all these guardians that fleece old people for their money and make it like and they'll have like a, a pharmaceutical division and a, and all the rest of it and 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 then it's like he says it he proposes it and then it just goes off into like la la land and yeah shows you it all happening and her on the f- front cover of fortune magazine and her being interviewed and all the billions and billions of dollars she's making there's like I'm expecting this to like snap back and go, yeah, but I didn't really do that. I got 10 million out of him and then killed him. But it didn't. It didn't snap back. It just kept going. It's like, oh no, this is actually yeah. happening. Okay, fine. And then we get the bloke from the beginning of the movie turn back up again with a gun and yeah. just shoot her as she's walking out of an interview. Yeah. And then the film ends. And it's like, okay. So, which is obviously not like, again, I wanted her to die. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't agree with the man who killed her and think that's the right way. Like when it happened, I'm like, no, that's not right. So I guess yeah. there's there's something to be said for that as an achievement. It's like making you hate a character, but then also not like the person who killed her. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It just wasn't. I said no, like narrative satisfaction from this film. No, because everybody in it was a total piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't care. Like and it got to the end and I was just like, okay, well, yeah, it's over. Right, like, it's done. It. And I get that, like, 
maybe it's like the other ways you think of playing it are more conventional and they're more you know conventionally you do have a protagonist that you can get behind and i get that maybe the director and the writer or whatever they're they're, they're trying to same fl- person yeah sorry the, the same guy jay um like certain i think his name is the only other thing i can see that he's done is the disappearance of Alice creed yeah oh he did that yeah that, that was teen fifth wave thing as well right? oh yeah that yeah um but like yeah i i get that maybe they're, they're trying to make that point it's kind of be you know there are there are no heroes in the real world and everyone's a prick and so they, they are trying to subvert the expectation of a movie whereby in a movie there's always a good guy and they don't have a good yeah. guy because i'm like right i get that but given the subject matter that you're dealing with you know the exploitation of old people maybe it'd be nice to have some sort of good person in there yeah <laughs> um just for, for everyone's sanity um <laughs> Well, just something. Give us yeah. something to get behind. Like, there's like, another version us... of this where it's like, yeah, instead of Peter Dinklage as a mob boss, it's, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo and he's a lawyer. Yeah. And he finds out someone, Rosamund Pike's trying to take advantage of his mum and he's going to go and sort it out. And it's an uplifting Oscar movie. Yeah. But then and it'll be to... one of those films that's going to be like award bait because they're like, Oh, it's this one person taking it on, and then there's the the white text on the black, black black background Whatever. epilogue. Still, yeah, you still fight, and they're like, you still fight these the things still to happen day. to this day, and they give you some statistics about it, and you're like, oh my god! Yeah. And then everyone claps when Mark Ruffalo gets celebrated. Like, yeah. it was either that, or it was going to end up being even more derivative than it was already. Yeah, it's just like and that they it, were they were going to do the departed ending where, yeah. like. Peter Dinklage like shoot like gets a shot in the car, but then her girlfriend turns up and kills him. Yeah, wait, wait, and it's like oh nobody gets away with it, and the girlfriend is just yeah, and I know no one cares. Yeah, but like the problem was is that like Rosamund Pike's performance was good, but better elsewhere in other things. Yeah, Dinklage's performance was pretty good, but better and well written better in other things it was just there's so many potentially good things in this that it was just absolutely pissed up the war by shit writing yeah it's just that's, because that's it weird started about... well that's what annoyed me is it started really well and you were like yeah. oh i don't know what's going to happen here like Let's she's completely like... in control and then it just becomes a cartoon yeah it's just like even yeah even the individual scenes like sometimes they're like that scene between her and the uh, the mayor, the lawyer, when he comes in, like some yeah. of that is written really well, and some of it is so on the nose and like and bollocks. Yeah, like some of it's like, yeah, he's talking around it and he's saying, "Look, I understand the scam you got going on here." And he, like, there's some good lines like thrown in there, and then he starts talking about, "Oh, well, at the moment you've got you know bones that aren't broken, and then you won't have that anymore." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So like, you, it's like, oh, some of it is something is because it's just and it leans too much into like the obviousness of it. Yeah, because there could have been a line where he's gone, like he didn't have to. He didn't have to spell it out for the people in the back. Yeah, you know, he could have just quite easily gone. Well, you know, you got a nice thing going here. You got nice clothes. You got a nice car. Got a nice office. Nice face. Nice bones. Yeah, and then just given her a look and then she could have said something smart in return rather even like, than yeah just... he's like a caricature as well like the the, the way he's dressed 
Yeah, like, he's like he turns up and he's got he's like like really flashy suit. He's got like a little gold chain around, and then they cut. They see him again in the courthouse, and he's wearing this ridiculous white pinstripe suit, like a zoot suit mm. from the like a fifty yeah. gangster. I'm like, obviously, like if you're trying to come like be a, a clearly a criminal lawyer, don't dress like a criminal lawyer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, and then they're like, like how did that even get into the court? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean, because you go... Well, they go through the whole thing and say, I represent this person. And then, they, yeah, they then break it down in the courtroom to find out that, no, you don't. I'm like, how did it get this far then without us, re- yeah. without us establishing who you represent? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're like, what sort of kangaroo court is this? Well, it's America, isn't it? Yeah, but still, like... I mean, I know there's three different lots of police per state, but, you know... But, like... And then you get, like, the different levels of court and stuff. It's ludicrous. And you're just like just can think about it a bit more yeah like just think rather than just capitalize on one like he spent all of his time researching the fact that this is actually a thing which is just a framing device for gone girl 2 yeah you know? i think i think part of the issue with it in terms of you know the morality of it all is that he's he's researched this and decided to make a film out of it but then the film he's decided to make is trying to be like an entertaining romp rather than yeah. a sort of cutting expose that exposes this thing that's going on and that we should be aware of, which is probably mm. what you like. That's using your power as a filmmaker for good sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? If you're a yeah. filmmaker who can attract this kind of talent and this kind of money, then maybe that's the kind of film you should make. And is, and I suppose attention has been drawn to it because we're talking about it. And it wasn't an issue that I was aware of, but it trivializes it by making it into this, you know slap about comedy like and that's the thing I'm, yeah what i meant to say and i didn't do it before the spoilers is that the the deaths in it you you have there are two deaths like throughout the course of the movie mm. and one of them is played up like a really dramatic thing it's the doctor who signed everything off who's yeah. a female doctor that's very important that everyone knows she's a female doctor that they're, they're trying to make some sort of point about that i don't know what it is anyway they kill her and that's that makes the news, and everyone's very upset about it. And suddenly, it's a big plot point. And wasn't Pike and her girlfriend start packing bags up and starting what we want to do? But previous to that, during the shootout scene, when they try and break her out of the facility, the mm. they they shoot the the um, security guy in the chest, and there's a yeah. blood blood goes off. So I can only assume that guy's dead, but no one says anything about it. No one's ever met. It never gets mentioned. It never gets brought up. They talk about you brought guns into a care home, but that's all. That's the only reference to what happened there. So you mm. brought guns into a care home. No, no, no. But the, you the, shot the a security two, guard. Yeah, the two of the mafia guys are killed as well. Yeah, they, they're they? killed. But they, yeah, they no, they, you're right. They're killed. But the, the idea they're the aggressors. They're the the attackers, yeah. aren't they? So I can kind of understand why they wouldn't get into that. And one of them, the, the guys arrested. The, the one surviving yeah. of the lot of them is arrested. And and again, that's a plot point that never gets picked up again. But the fact that he murdered the guy. Yeah. And he just doesn't get talked about. Because he and the guy is one of the first characters we see at the beginning of the movie. He's that security guard. Mm. And him and he sees the guy, the guy whose mum's locked up in there and he sort of rolls his eyes and goes, No, mate, you can't do that. You can't come through here. So he's like one of the first you know characters who's just there doing his job or whatever. And they'd shoot him and kill him, presumably, completely unceremoniously, and never talk about it again. Yeah, and because he was, like, shot in the heart, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like. And it's like, well, no, he's not a rich uh, female doctor, so... But then, he's not He's not this doctor that's killed off-screen. Yeah. And then, 
but there, there's this weird sort of like and, just, and yeah and even like little things like it just shows what's important to these people like the bit where she gets she goes to like some sort of back alley dentist and gets her tooth put back in yeah because that's important to her things like that are important and she to does her. that before she's really checked on the fact that her girlfriend's just had kicked out of her yeah and was being again incompetently left in a building because they're like no nah, that'll be fine like you know, nobody sticks around to check if any of their master plans have worked. They just go. Oh no, that's, that, that's a trope in all movies everywhere. To be fair, in fairness. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, like if, if villains stuck around to check if their, you know, their plans happened, James Bond would have died back in the seventies. Yeah, but and it's I don't know. It's just, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Everyone like is just deeply, deeply unlikable in this. Yeah, and I give zero. And it's really disappointing because, like, when I heard about it, I was like, "Oh, this film's apparently like really good." Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not. It's not badly made. I, I guess. I just. I don't well, know. the thing is, just generically shot. Like, there's yeah. just the most. I say the one thing nothing... that did stick out to me that was a bit of, added some flair to it was the music. I didn't. I thought the music was really good. Really. Well, yeah, and it was different, wasn't it? It wasn't the tr- like a a score that you would usually associate with this kind of thing. I don't know who the guy mm. is who did the music, but it was quite, it was this sort of synthy. It felt a little bit like something like drive or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like m- more modern. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it stood out to me anyway. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? But yes, yeah, like unremarkably shot. Yeah. The performances from Rosamund Pike and Dinklage are pretty good. Like, Diane Weist is good as well. Yeah, she was pretty like her. Um, um, she has like a turn basically. Oh, wait, that's the kind of what I was saying. Like at the beginning, you're yeah. very sympathetic and like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, is just breaks nice your thing. heart when you see it at the start. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Have I done something wrong? Yeah. And you just like, you really feel for her. But then yeah, it's just um, like that bizarre turn all of a sudden. Yeah. And you're like, I don't, I don't believe you. So everyone's a prick. Like, and like yeah, when the the guys turn up to save her, she goes, "Ah, it's about in time." So oh right, so she knows her uh, uh, son murdering bastard, and she's okay with it, and she's just waiting yeah. for uh, the mobs. You know, again, just imagine if it like even if they just played it as a, you know, she knows that her son looks after her and he makes a lot of money, but she doesn't know where the money comes from, and then yeah. through this, because of this circumstance, she suddenly discovers that her her son is a a mob boss and yeah. what and what does that do that's some drama that's some interesting stuff that you could do with those actors but they just decided not to do that for some reason just yeah never mind anyway it's just yeah um if yeah if you've um if you were wondering whether you should watch this film readers yeah don't do it yeah i mean don't watch yeah. gone girl instead like yeah like that. i said gone girl's better um it's this isn't completely without its merits but just not yeah it's not great there are better there are a lot better things out there probably to watch yeah um but yeah I, we're all starved for content at the moment so by all means if you yeah. like if you enjoy those actors and enjoy their performances and things then it may be worth giving it a look um but yeah i mean we, we've spoiled it at this point so okay yeah um probably yeah. just go and watch something good yeah, yeah. I genuinely just really didn't like this film. It just got worse as it went on mm. for me, um, which was just quite disappointing. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I didn't, I didn't completely hate it, but I didn't like it very much. Um, yeah, yeah. No, so, I'm so. with saying I was really worried. Like, well, I say worried. I was curious just to see what you were going to think about it because. But I... you were worried that I was going to like it. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, because there are <laughs> like there is a sort of a subset of people that like you know you look at the way that it's reviewed. Like she's been nominated for a Golden Globe for this. Well, that's because there's only been three movies out. <laughs> like, who's she up against? Yeah, like she's up against um, her her girlfriend in this for her role in Bloodshot. Oh, is that what she was in? That's the other thing she was in. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um. Eliza Gonzalez, her name is, and she, yeah, she was in Bloodshot, she was in um, Baby Driver, and now this, and she's going to be in Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. It's one of those people who, yeah, it's sort of up and coming type thing. Um, but yeah. I, when she turned up again in this, she, and that's actually to be fair, I thought her performance was good in this. Yeah. Um, because she's kind of been played like in the other movies that I've seen her in, she, they sort of just play her off as like eye candy, like they don't really give her a lot to do. Um, but she actually had more dramatic stuff to do in this, and she sort of showed that she had the chops. Um, and went toe to toe with Rosamund Pike, and was great. So that's that's something positive out of this. Yeah. Uh, so that's something. That's least. something. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we've prattled on enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There is more to talk about, but it's not worth the time. So. No, go on. What? No, it's just one another one of those films where they got straight people playing. Yeah, oh yeah that's a fair, fair point actually yeah because they again I, I don't know what point they were trying to make with that either really if anything don't know. um other than yeah i don't know they just they they have this it wasn't but i i i applaud the fact that it wasn't played for any sort of sensationalism no no it wasn't so but what was what we're getting at sorry is the fact that is rosen pike and eliza gomez's characters are like business partners but they're also like they're romantic partners yeah. Um, and they kind of, yeah, like you say, they don't really make a massive deal out of that. They just are, um, which yeah. is fine. But again, it is another bit of that, you know, which is something we discussed off air about the straight actors playing gay parts. Um, but it mm. wasn't really ever made a thing out of. No. Um, I don't know. I did, yeah, I don't know. And again, it's another one of those things where I thought that was maybe going to be something that was touched upon in terms of because she does seem to have this sort of man hating element to her, Rosamund Pye's character, even. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, how many times a man uh, a man has threatened me? And like even in that early scene with the the guy who um, comes up to her, whose whose mum is in you know um, she's looking after or whatever. Yeah, it's like oh what you think because you're a man that means you can you can boss me around that makes you more powerful than me. I'll rip your dick off and, and like okay all right, no, no one said anything about being a man. I don't understand why that's the point you decided to jump on. But okay, yeah. Um, Again, so it felt like I'll be going to find out about that, and maybe that's like she had all these horrible experiences with men, and that's somehow shaped her sexuality. Whatever, no, never gets touched upon. Again, it's literally just a couple of mm. rant, like these weird rants that she has, and she happens to be in a relationship with a woman, and that's it. I'm like, okay, you really yeah. haven't thought about the depth of any of these characters, have you? They're just no, exactly, and that's the thing for like for the fact that they've gone. Yeah, let's have some, you know, gender queer representation or like some queer representation in there, and then they go, yeah, let's do that with a straight couple. Are we going to make any sort of point about it? No. So why not put in some sort of thing to do it? Otherwise, because then you can just have a couple of sex scenes in the shower with two women. Yeah. Is, is that what is that what you did it for? 
I guess so. Or, but even that's like it, that. I guess is that's why it's weird because that doesn't even feel that exploitative. Yeah, and it's when not they, when they don't have, No, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's more about them. Yeah, they're both beat up to shit, and there's it's like a tender sort of looking after each other moment. It's not a oh look, girl on girl action. Like, it's not leery yeah. like that. So I'm like, okay, so what is your point then? Unless the point is that there isn't a point. Do you know what I mean? The point is that they, we're not making yeah. a point out of this because there's nothing to make a point out of. Which... But then if you're not making a point, why not have representation? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You know? So, yeah, like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, it feels, it doesn't feel like, I will, I will say it's not one of, like, the more egregious ones that you're looking at than, you know, James Corden in prom. Yeah, you, you really don't like that. And... But that's that partly because you fucking hate James Corden, though. I like James Corden. Well, I used to like James Corden. I think it's just one of those things where you just go, well, I, I don't like him because he's now doing this. Mm. Like, I used to really enjoy Gavin and Stacey and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's just like, it's going to take time, I guess, but you get appropriate representation over time that, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Got rid of blackface, so. Yeah, yeah, probably get rid of gay face. Yeah, but yeah, it's fine. Anyway, the film's rubbish. Go and watch Gone Girl instead. That's fair. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, um, yeah, what are we gonna do next time? Because I don't know. We got some stuff. There, there is some other stuff to watch. Um, there's a few bits and pieces coming out. Um, I watched The Dig the other day. Oh uh, yeah, we should um, do that. But yeah, maybe. I mean, that's quite an interesting <laughs> one because there i think the thing with the dig is that it's about the main sort of talking point will be what's been changed from what actually happened because it's based on a true okay. story um and to a point where a lot of the characters a lot of it is true but then there are characters in the film that are entirely made up and fictionalized oh. in amongst a load of real people and a real situation um so there are yeah there are some things to talk about with that um, but there are other bits and pieces coming out. There's things coming out on, you know, Apple. They've got that um, Tom Hart, Tom Holland film's going out soon, I think. Yeah. Um, and Space Sweepers is one we've said we want to do. Yeah. And that, China, that. Like this mental Chinese sci-fi movie. Um, so, yeah, there is some stuff. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll see what the, the situation is going into March and April in terms of some of the bigger releases that are starting to come. Um, and whether there's going to be any scope for us to be able to cover them or not. Um, yeah. Whether they're actually going to be legitimately available here in the UK. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, it's... I, I, don't, I, I, I hate to bring it up, Tom. I hate to bring it up. Yeah. But just for the purposes of what I'm saying, there is... We do now have... There is some confirmation that the Justice League is going to be made available in the UK via the pay online platforms Brilliant. or at the same no but the point the point of that forget the fucking thing for a minute just just try just go with me on this all right my point is that therefore might mean that the other hbo max things i.e kong versus godzilla and ah. um, yeah exactly if they're doing that format whereby we can rent it on google play on the same day that it comes out in the states which they've now said they're going to do for the snyder cut Maybe they'll do the same thing for Kong and also um, Mortal Kombat, which is in April. Huh? Oh, there we go then. So that's my point that I'm making. It's nothing to do with the Snyder Cut. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, given that that's the way things keep changing, obviously, um, but we'll we'll keep up and try and um, keep covering stuff and finding things to talk about. Um, but yeah. as always, if anyone's got any ideas, please let us know. Let us um, know. Yeah, give us can, recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's stuff that because I know that even though we've all been stuck this year, there are still some like movies and things that have been released on net on the streaming platforms that I haven't watched. I haven't got around to, which is crazy given that we haven't been any, be able to go anywhere yet. But there you, go. <laughs> hey, you know, you find your time yeah. elsewhere. Um, I've d- I did a jigsaw at one point. <laughs> yeah, I built an attack. Yeah, you built an attack. I built Saturn V space rocket out of Lego. Yep. I've done loads of colouring books. Yeah, exactly. Uh, about a whale of a time. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So um, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to yeah. get in touch and let us know any recommendations, you can email us at theoncastpod at gmail.com um, yeah. or you can message us directly at um, using our socials on Facebook and on Instagram um, or any of those. Um, yeah, and we'll, thanks for continuing to listen and we'll see you whatever the next one is. Yeah, see you soon, readers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.